Do you think there's more eyes in the world or legs? I saw this shit on TikTok. Are there more eyes? Or no. legs? Well, okay, depend. Are we assuming that everyone is born with a pair of each? No, no, no. Just, just on top of your head, what's the first thing that pops up? You're like, of course, it's going to be the eyes. Of course, it's going to be the legs. Which one? No, well, nothing like pops up immediately in my head because my brain just goes straight to like... Boring as fuck. Okay, my brain is trained to be like, okay, okay, let's take a minute and like, let's think about it. All right, well, here, I'll, I'll give you some things to think about then. Legs. If you argue about legs, you can think about all the bugs with those fucking okay, 2,000 like, legs each or um, animals with, you know, four legs and just two eyes, most of them. Yeah. So... A lot of legs out there. There is a lot of legs. There's also a lot of fish out there with no legs and a lot of eyes. So, I don't know. It, it's that the is same. wild, actually, now that I think about it. You, you never know which one's more. I mean, it's the same kind of uh, other I mean, I mean given the fact that we haven't quite explored the deep blue that much and we don't really know the species that exist and the amount of fish that we know of, even though we only know a certain amount of species that exist. Bro, I just asked about legs and eyes. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> if you think about that, then in turn yeah. we can say that there's more eyes. The deep also, blue, but that's fucking scary. But the deeper you go in the ocean, species don't have eyes because they don't need them because it's so exactly. Dark. So even if we were to say explore the deep blue, who's to say they would even have eyes? Mm-hmm. So all right, so more doors or more wheels in the world? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels. Wheels? Well, now imagine all those corporate buildings with no wheels and a lot of doors. Do you know the all Indian population houses. and the amount of cars there are? You know the amount of doors there are in people's houses? Okay, that's fair. People honestly. have at least 10 doors, but only two cars. That's fair. With eight wheels? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but like our dads drive like 18 wheelers. Yeah. That's uh, two doors to 18 wheels. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. These these are questions that just fuck with my head. I'm like, why did you have to ask this? Who asked you this? I don't know. Some TikTok people, they just like put it up. What and TikTok I'm like, are you oh, on? Oh, I should be. These. These exactly. These questions exactly. You're not one of those weirdos who just watches dance videos? No. TikTok's not just dance videos. It's grown past that so much. Anyway, moving I mean, on. I have another question for you. Okay. Did you know that TikTok is giving these random ass people a voice now? Like this guy just walks on his forearms and that's his TikTok page. Okay. He's like, oh, I've been walking on my forearms for the past year and look at the progress I've made. Like that's so niche. That's so random. And like without TikTok, I feel like he would never had a following like that. I feel like in terms of social media, that's what people have the power to do now than before. Like. They can explore themselves and show the world their niche talents, you know? Like, especially TikTok, I think, has just made that boom just go wild. It's just super niche things. It'll be like, hey, I made a pet seagull a friend. Watch my journey for the next year. What the fuck? I watched a TikTok where this dude is so acquainted with a hummingbird that he goes to his window and feeds the hummingbird by just saying... Or something, and the oh hummingbird just comes God. and feeds and goes, and the bird knows to come and feed. Those and hummingbirds are so cute. Yep. All right, all right. Last question. I swear, this is the last one. So this one I thought was really fucking interesting. So if there was one crime that you could commit, which yeah. would stop from that crime from happening ever again, yeah, what would be that crime that you commit? So like, if you steal something, no one can steal ever again. Like that crime is done out oh, of the world. Oh, attacking another country. Attacking another country. Yeah, I don't know. That's I would, interesting. I don't know why I would say that. Which country would you attack? 
Oh, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> See, in one way, I would attack and destroy them, and then no other country would be able to do that in return. Dang. Okay, that's actually pretty smart. Yeah, when I heard about it, I was like, damn, there's a lot of crimes out there, but I don't want to commit them. But I guess you're fine killing a bunch of people so other people can't kill people. Yeah. And I mean, especially if you kill Russians, I think there's no repercussions at this age, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm so sorry to the, all the Russian citizens who may be listening to this. Just no kidding. one's your Russian citizens are listening to this. <laughs> no citizen is listening to this. Oh my <laughs> So, anyway, speaking of Russians, yes, they often. I my Netflix got hacked. Oh yeah, I that's think it was right. a Russian email. Yeah, I told you I was like, yo, I got signed out of everything. By the way, we share passwords. Hey, don't tell Netflix. Don't tell. Please, Netflix that. it's too expensive. It really is, dude. My soul cries every time. Even the six, seven bucks go out of my pocket. I'm dude, like, oh! I know we share three people, and it still kind of hurts. Imagine not paying that one. I think it's like eighteen something now. Seriously? Yeah, total. I don't know. It's something Disney like Plus that. Cheaper than this? Yeah, but Disney Plus is just coming up. Okay, to be fair, they have like a lot more power behind them, anyways. Yeah, plus they just want to undercut show people what they have and then they're definitely going to raise the prices there's no way they're going to keep it that low yeah but what shows are you watching well should probably watch something more about hacking what happened with your hacking though hacking yeah your netflix account got hacked. someone logged in changed their email that's it this took nothing else they didn't know oh they changed my plan from premium to basic huh yeah, they, they're trying to do that. But obviously, that's going to update at the billing cycle. So, it didn't take Wait, so your Netflix account existed, just that you couldn't log in. And uh, Netflix had it still. Email changed. So, someone came in and changed the email. So, when I tried to sign in with my email, yeah. there was no account linked to it. So, it okay. just made me a new account, which made it seem like everything was wiped out. Oh. So, when he contacted them, you just be like, yo. Yeah, I was like, what the shit, bro? My email's gone. My account's wiped. There's no subscription. And they're like, okay, just give us the card number you pay it with and we'll restore it. That's it. Wow. So I gave them my card number and they restored it. That's wild. But yeah, I mean, speaking of Netflix, I'm currently got into... What was the one I'm telling you about today? Some... Eternally confused mm-hmm. and eager for love. Mm-hmm. It is based in Mumbai. Both descriptions of people over here. Literally, I was telling oh, you That's that. why you want to move to Mumbai? Yeah. That's, I was like, why is this guy randomly telling me how Mumbai is cool? No, now this all connects. Yeah, because remember that one time your co-workers or something were like, oh yeah, we're so used to like big buildings, this lifestyle yeah. because of Mumbai. And like, I've seen this show maybe like today, but I'm on like episode three or four. I'm like, oh yeah, no wonder they know like everything that happens in a big city because Mumbai is such a big city. Like I'll see their lifestyle. And how they live, like, they've basically had all of this growing up. I think that's going to be so dope to see, because I've never seen that side of India, like, a big See, that's urban... why I want to just, like, go and see. Yeah, we've not seen most of India, which is makes Literally, we have not scratched the surface. Okay, to be fair, though, as a child, my parents took us on a whole India trip. They did? Yeah, yeah I've been, I've traveled on a train for days, like, the whole of India, the coast. And gone all the way to the tip, basically. No way. Yeah, yeah. So we had multiple stops. I've had a few pictures. I remember myself, like, crying in front of an elephant, thinking he was going to spread me with, like, water mm-hmm. because it had a bucket right next to it. So that was fun. So I've seen temples and stuff, but I've just not, like, remember any of that since it's been years. Well, yeah, because you're a little kid. 
Yeah, Damn, exactly. my parents only, we stayed in Punjab, obviously, and then we would go to the Himalayas, and that was it. That's all we did there, bro. Yeah. Never went to the beach, never saw the big cities, never saw the Taj Mahal, which you recently did, so that's pretty cool. Yep. But yeah, it's wild. Yeah, go check it out. I mean, I still want to go check it out now that I'm older, you know. Well, if you're looking for more good shows on Netflix, I watched The Pentaverit. It's like a very quick show. It's pretty big of a mindfuck. Ah, uh, yep. I've I know which one you mean. <laughs> I started episode one. Well, yeah. I was a few minutes into it, and then I just logged off, and I forgot about it, and just never went back. But go it seems back, cool, though. go back. It it gets wilder. The more you watch it, the weirder it gets, and the funnier it becomes. And at the end of it, you're just like, "What was the point of all of this?" Damn. So it's it's a very does it fuck mindfuck. with their mental health though? No, 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 it's nothing like that. It's just kind of like, why would you do that? What did he just say? What? Ca- what's his name? You know, it's just like ridiculous shit goes down. Gotcha. Anyway. So does, I mean, do you think watching these shows help you with your mental health? They're nothing about mental health. This is just an entertaining is show. Mental health? My mental health's been a lot better, I would say. Interesting. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of like podcasts talking yes. about it. A lot of... Like, the best thing I've learned recently is, like, how you feel is a response. That's the best thing I've heard lately. So, let's say I cuss you out in English. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, my God, I'm hurt. Why would he say that? I cuss you out in Chinese. I, I don't know Chinese, but I cuss yeah. you out in Chinese. You, you have no clue what happened. Yeah. I did the same thing. I had the same intent, but you just didn't understand it. So, it's like... The way you're responding to my words is what's making you feel what you're feeling. It's not me making you feel that way. It's how you're responding to my words. Interesting. Does that make sense? It's a bit of a mind fuck. It, it's kind of kind of it kind of rolls around in your head a little bit. But um, so yeah, it's basically like you're in control of how you feel. Interesting. Wait, so take me on this journey then for your mental <laughs> health, right? So you said you're doing better. So yeah, I'm assuming at a point you were obviously not doing so great. Uh, it's not like I was doing bad, but it was just like a lot of stress coming out of college. Uh, what am I gonna do? What's my plan? Uh, how do I save? How much do I save? Where do I save? Uh, how do I help my family? How much do I keep it to myself? Like how much do I want to invest in myself? How much want I give back to my family? Mm-hmm. Just am I making enough at my job? Just like just adulting related at this point so i would say mostly you had some mental health stress coming out of college like you never never thought about mental health in general no i did college or before i i actually thought about it a little bit starting from high school and it just grew from there Mm -hmm. and which is what we're gonna be talking about in our podcast today welcome to a podcast guys we reeled you in real slow, and we're going to talk about mental health, and now you can't escape because you listened enough of it. So welcome to the podcast, Our Average Life. It's called My Average Life, by the way. <laughs> Fuck. Dear God. We're totally <laughs> mental brain fucked at this point. Holy Can I shit. Leave? Where's the door? <laughs> the doors are here. Would you like to leave, sir? We messed up the podcast. You're in the way. Oh, no. Let me alone. I'm trapped in this room alone with this other man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get started. Let's get into this. Let's get into the weeds. So when was the first time you had a face-to-face with mental health? Not you yourself, just you seeing like people being affected by this kind of thing. I mean, (sighs) mental health 
I think not so much in high school because kind of just stayed out of the shadows of it. For the most part, nobody really talked about it a lot. And it just kind of seemed quite childish at that point because everybody was like, oh my God, this, oh my God, depression, oh my God, I'm so anxious. But like, you truly don't know what anxious and depression really mean unless you, you actually have you're it. You just right? gotta brush it off. Yeah, like you're maybe in a temporary state of it, but like a true depression and true anxiety, like you just don't know what it is unless you actually have it. And I've seen and met people who are have those states who have had panic attacks right next to me, right? Like I've seen people have those and I've been around those people um, multiple times and still am. So now I'm a lot more appreciative of what truly they can do to a person. Mm-hmm. Um, personally speaking, never quite like got too into it in terms that I never had um, that feeling that, oh, I truly have some sort of a mental health issue going on. Mm-hmm. But definitely like going through like the first two years of college, I was like, well, I don't know what exactly to expect and to do. And this is really draining me out. That's when it hits. And man. like, I'm so alone and like, this is not going good. And, like, I'm just there, like, holding my head in my hands and, like, on the verge of crying, like, holy shit, I don't know what to do. Stay like, here. holy That's shit, I don't know what me, to man. do. That's where it hit me, man. That's was the first time I had a face-to-face with mental health myself, not just, like, hearing about it and mm. knowing other people's experiences, like, my own experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun, man, going through that stress. The first time I saw mental health in the real world was, like, back in the villages. They'll be like, hey, that guy's bogged. He's crazy. Like, don't talk to him. He's crazy. No, that's just the person who didn't receive the appropriate mental health services. And this is why they ended up that way. And there's no, oh, he has this, oh, he has that. There's no categories. There's no definition. It's just, he's crazy, period. That's it. And if you're born in a village or where you don't have that many facilities... Like that—that's your life. You can't the do anything is, about it. The thing is, like these disorders that we talk about these days, especially predominantly in Western countries, they are made up because we gave them names here. Yeah, they exist worldwide. But the thing is, there's not really that many names for it, like in a third world country. Because obviously, they won't have names or talk about it when they have like several other problems to worry about. You know, you know what I mean. So, like, this is something that we're a lot more aware of because we have time to deal with it a lot more than other people have who are going mm-hmm. empty stomach. First world problems. Exactly. Right? Like, heck, like, going back to your thing of Pagal, like, now when I go back to India, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I can see it. But when you're there, like, you also don't pay too much attention to it because you have you're so much shit to it. for it. Yeah. You, you're blind you're to like, it. No one it. talked about it. There's not a lot of resources to talk about it to someone. And parents themselves never knew this thing existed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, again, we're the ones putting a label on it. So if you have never, ever put a label on something like this, how do you recognize and how do you treat it? True. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why mental health in India, especially or brown cultures or immigration, immigrant cultures is a big thing because you just never have talked about it. And now all of a sudden you yourself are exposed. You know about it, but you still can't get yourself to talk about it to your parents because they don't fully understand the concept themselves. So. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But before we get ahead of ourselves, we'll get there with our parents and talking about mental health to them. Uh, like you said before, like high school, like that's yeah. when you kind of started noticing mental right. health. And literally, I same here. Like you can see my notes right here. Um, high school was like where I started seeing other people have anxiety mm-hmm. and um, like depression. But like yeah. you said, very like limited 
time. Like it wasn't like a long period. Yeah. So someone so actually some of them might have it long time. Right. I don't know. But that's when I started noticing and I was like, oh, that's just their personality traits. Like it's it still didn't click in my head that this is like a disease. This is something out of control. I'm like, oh, they just think that way. That's why they're stressed. That's why they're feeling down. That's why they can't do it because they're not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have enough willpower or mental strength to like actually go and finish an assignment, go and not be stressed about a test and just wipe out. Right, right. And, yeah. Like, heck, I kind of used to laugh at the notion of test anxiety. Same. Right? Mm-hmm. But then you realize, you know, for quite a few people, it is a real thing. They, you Like, uh, they, I've met some of the brilliant people, but they're, like, under certain conditions. I just can't get myself to put pen to paper and give that full exam. Like, that happens, and that's a real thing. So, like, things like that, small things we need to be, like, aware of. And obviously, mental health in general is quite deep. You know, it's quite vast. Um, so there's a lot of nuances to it. The best thing we can first and foremost do is recognize it and understand where a person's coming from instead of doing victim blaming, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to be able to understand them and say, you know, even though I might not be in your shoes, let me help you get to the resources that you need. Let me connect you to someone who is better able to listen to your problems, so on and so forth. And I think we really have come a long way, especially in the last two years, um, for that where we now can have virtual guidance therapies, apps that can help us with that. Which I don't trust most of them. There was a, like a scam that popped up. It's the one that all the YouTubers were promoting, like all the virtual mental health app. And okay. it just turned out like these so-called therapists didn't even have credentials to be therapists. Interesting. It was like a big thing. So that's why I'm a little skeptic on those kind of things. But therapy in general, I agree. I feel like most people can do uh, well if they do that but moving on from high school when you went into college you said that's when you kind of had a face-to-face of it yourself right Mm -hmm. so how did that come about nothing i mean like i said like it was a lot more about you know me seeing myself at a certain place in time like two years in college having some sort of shit figured out but then you come to the realization of oh, shit. Nothing. No one knows shit. I have zero shit about my life figured out. Like at this point, I should be applying to medical school or at least being in the process. And like, cause I've seen other people do it at such an early stage have all these accomplishments. Why don't I? So it's a lot of self comparison with comparisons with other people that lead to the depressive state, right? Like not full blown depression, but like this anxiety, this depressive like state that you're falling behind and you should be at a better place and you're letting everybody else down, you're letting yourself down and you just don't know where to stop because it just seems like a bottomless hold and you just keep falling down, you know? There's a point where you tell yourself, you know, you cannot go lower than this. But, like, I found myself going lower than where I was before, you know, yeah. academically and, like, so on and so forth. And that put pressure on my mind to be like, well, you used to be on top of your class in high schools and stuff. What happened to you now? That's exactly my thought, too. That's the same exact feeling I went through. Coming in, not having a major, being undeclared. Like, getting into a major at UCI itself is so flipping hard, bro. They do not want you in. It's impacted. It's full. Oh, try again later. Oh, we accepted someone else. It, It was a whole mess. And then on top of that, not knowing. Like, coming in from high school. Like, you're on top of your shit, like you said. Same. And then you go in and you start getting C's. You start, 
what, what happened? You question everything. What happened to all that smoke? What happened to the big boy from Rancho? What right, happened? Right. All these kids getting A's. Why are you getting C's? Bro, it was, it was hard. I mean, it started good, and then I just like took a nosedive. Yep. It you was know? fun, fun times. New, new college, Kamikaze new friends. Kamikaze shit out of my grades. Boom down. Still going to medical school. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, that's what, everyone struggles. I feel like that's a struggle. See, I think that's not like talked about a lot, right? Like especially like medicine in general. Did you know there's like a higher burnout rate in medicine and like doctors themselves are like like likely supposed to like commit suicide, like mm-hmm. a high rate of them. Yeah, imagine going to your like your doctor. And, like, actually knowing that they have a high burnout rate and he might be depressive and suicidal. That's Feel wild. about that. And that keep everything inside. Yeah, and that might also affect the services they give their Exactly, clients. that's what I mean. Like, you keep the more you keep inside, the more it's going to hurt you. All doctors should person. have therapists. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have a, a doctor therapist a doctor, for bro. that. Yeah, I mean, isn't that why a therapist always has a therapist? I don't know. We should ask a therapist. Yeah. That would be a nice thing. I might have a friend coming up and becoming a therapist. Ooh, that's actually interesting. I don't know. She's going to be working with uh, couples, so I don't think I want to mention her. Wait, I know this person. Yeah. Okay. She's doing um, LMFT. What the hell does that mean? MFT. Something like that. One of those. I remember Marriage, family counseling or something. Yeah, MFT. But with like adult couples. MF. I don't know. Anyway, one of those. But college. That is when my third eye of mental health opened. My f- friends that were actually doing classes in psychology and other related fields started talking about this more. And then there was just more vocabulary I could use mm-hmm. to explain something. Exactly. And more people actually were starting to figure out their shit too because it's college. That's mm-hmm. where you figure out your shit. Right. And they're like, oh shit, I'm, this is what I suffer from. And these are the symptoms which I have. And now I kind of know how to deal with it because I know I have it. Mm-hmm. So college was like a big experience for me where I started noticing all my, like a couple of my friends would come up and be like, hey, I have this, I have that. And you start realizing it's everywhere. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know someone who has PTSD, gets panic attacks, is anxious, you know. Damn. Has gone through a lot of shit. Yeah, so like you get to know a lot of people and then you realize, wow. Like, you'll find people struggling each day and, like, there will be someone around the corner needing your help, essentially. And, like, you're not alone. That's the thing. Like, you're not alone. The thing is, we just don't talk about it enough Yeah. to know that we're not alone. I think that's a big thing to know when you are going through this kind of things. Like, hop on Reddit. Hop on Facebook. Okay, don't. No, dude. No, there's so many communities, like actual supportive communities that will talk about the niche thing that you have. Like you could have a list of mental health illnesses and actually find that community with those. Why would you say no? Why would you try I to meet I just feel your like the online community at this point in time has become toxic, given like obviously there's valid communities that like still have the promise and like still are like pretty good to join and like quite supportive. Of course, there's those two. But you really have to be careful with these, you know, joining them. So, like, don't just join one. I think you should kind of research which one to join. And if someone's already in one, ask them how it's going. But first and foremost, go see an actual therapist. Like, especially if you're in college, did you know you can go in and go see a therapist for free at UCI? No, no one advertised that. It was advertised to me? Not to me. Exactly, that's what I mean. Like, so, 
there's a lot of information asymmetry going on and part of like the college and the students themselves that we also need to be aware of. But in general, you're paying for a lot of services on college campus. So you need to figure out what those services entail in your own tuition and having proper care, proper mental health care is one of them, especially at a big institute like a UC. Mm-hmm. So like go take advantage and go see a therapist. That's a very good advice. Dude, yeah. if you're going through fucking finals week, you're going through a tough time. Yeah. You don't want to get out of your bed. You think you're just being lazy. Not nah, just talk to someone. Even though you're doing good, just go talk to someone. Yeah, I mean, talk is always, always nice healthy, you know? Like, you come out for, like, a fresh air instead of being cooped up in. It just opens up all, like, the, with the chakras in your body, if you will, you know? <laughs> and, like, talking does something similar, but even on a greater level as you're able to, like, bounce off ideas talk to an actual living human about like their stresses, your stresses, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think talking, obviously communication goes a long way, but then at the end of the day, once you actually go see a therapist, you'll know a lot more about yourself. And if you actually need proper medical care, because you really, some people really do need to be on medications and other therapies. You know, you need to go a step above talking and like actually seek medical attention for this. I agree. So, you know, take what make what you will of that, but no, I hope so. everyone that needs help like actually seeks it out. It can be hard, but that's the right thing to do. And like, a lot of my friends, like close friends, even came up and told me about the different things they were suffering with, which like brought it into like my reality. I like guess what? Hmm? Like what kind of things? Like anxiety, ADHD, and like things like that, <clears throat> and like. uh things going on with their family and like their mental health states as well. Mm-hmm. And they like really brought it and like grounded it for me. And then from there, I started looking for it in other places, like mm-hmm. in our own families. Right. Like why things have to be a certain way. Why is my dad responding this way? Why is my mom responding this way? Why is the dynamic like this? And I feel like it has to do a lot with mental health. Like what were my mom's and dad experiences growing up? Has those shaped them to be, the people they are today. Have you talked to them about this? I have talked to them not as much, like on the surface level, but not fully going detail because I don't think they would open up. So I've never gone and be like, yo, I think I might be having depression or like being in a depressed state. Like I'm feeling sad. Oh, to my parents? Yes. I mean, I'll tell them I'm feeling down because of something, but I don't really talk to them too much about feelings because they've never really been open about that kind of stuff. Have your parents? Um, I think my mom, of course, you know, being a health professional that she is, um, she's a lot more open to it than my dad would be. So yeah. I find it easier to just go and talk to her. Obviously, not like every day that I do that. Like, I obviously keep still still keep things to myself, given that the Indian I am, yep. you know, because um, at the end of the day, you know, it's still stigmatized to a certain extent. In my eyes, dude, like. Indian families, the way they think of it, they think of it as, like, a weakness and lack of willpower. They don't see it as, like, the damage inside of you. They just, like, kind of see it. They view you in your wellness sense as a physical thing. They don't really bring a mental health into the picture, usually. Yeah, they agree, like, oh, you're sad or you're going through a hard time. But they don't really talk about, like, mental illnesses that you could have. Right. I mean, I think that's also where a big problem in our community comes in, right? Like, what do you think one of the biggest problems in our community is? Not being open, being secretive. Oh, (laughs) alcoholism, really? Yeah, Punjabi community is like plagued by alcoholism, yeah? 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, but that was like the previous generation. Not as much as... I mean, how long has it been to our generation? Nothing at all. I mean, I don't feel like... We're 22, least... 23 years in, mate. Yeah, but... There hasn't been much change. Dude, people would start drinking around this age if they were heavily going to drink. Most yeah. people I know do not drink. Like, most guys and even girls I know don't drink. And those guys and girls are Punjabi? Yes. And what? I've never seen another Punjabi person around you, bro. Really? Yeah. What? Unless the ones I hang out with. Reed, there's yeah. RV, yes. there's a couple more. They've done their shit, bro. Yeah, they have, but they don't drink anymore. Okay, that's fair. But, like, how many other people do we know? How many other Punjabis do we know? I knew a couple and they all drink, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, Just because our, fun, like, immediate though. circle isn't, like, you know, doing it doesn't mean other people are not. Like, in, when I say the community has that problem, I don't mean, like, excluding or, like, including our generation or excluding one generation. Like, if you take the aggregate of the whole community, it is a big problem. Interesting. I never really knew that was... Right, a, like... I mean... Like, mm. have you not heard of, like, Punjabis going haywire at weddings after drinking? Like, Yeah. It's like... Like, that's not normal. I feel like there's always a drunk... Yeah. And now I'm thinking about it. Oh, the, the drunk uncle. Like, that's just a... Like, that's not normal. That's a character like, that's no, present. You know, like, that's a character, stereotypical character for a reason because that shit happens so much. Yeah. You know, like, there's always... A, Dude, our uncles, like, everywhere, if you think about it, like, they drink a lot. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Did? did? No, they <laughs> do. Okay, they, they have do very do. high tolerances for a goddamn reason. Yeah, they may have slowed down, but, like, alcohol in general is a problem. And, like, that stems back to, like, not being able to talk about your mental health openly, right? Like, you just drink that shit to the bottle. Yeah. Mental health, dude, even my sister, like, if she is struggling with school... And I can see that she goes through a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Just finishing school assignments or like she's staying up late. Like she's doing her best and she's doing great in school. Yeah. But regardless of having like great grades, she's still full of anxiety. And seeing my mom trying to navigate that problem and I try to talk to her, like she doesn't come to come up to her with a lot of patience. She comes up her comes up to her with like worry in her eyes. She's like, what is going on? I don't understand it. And she tries to solve the problem with just, oh, just take a nap. Like, or like very, like, she doesn't acknowledge that this could be like right? actual it's, it's anxiety. Like she, she's not approached as like, hey, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, it's more, more like, like you she's know what? giving You'll solutions. You'll be fine. Just do this. Yeah, like, she's giving nap, take, temporary you know. solutions to something that's anxiety. And that's not really how you handle anxiety. But I also think the fact is that this generation, the upcoming one, is a lot more in tune to their emotions than we were. Obviously, me, are you, me, and Sergey are the same gen, right? Gen, gen Z. Yeah. But having the fact that we were brought up in India, we were never that much in tune to our emotional side. Definitely not. Right? Like, because it was, again, it was not talked about, a, you just didn't do it. It's a cultural norm. You just say, fuck it, get over it, and, like, do what's best you think is in that moment. And right? we were lucky to not have these problems, you know, like, since we were born. Yeah. But imagine someone actually having those kind of problems and this culture of secrecy, like, hey, you can't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. So if you, you can't tell that person, hey, keep the family secrets to yourself. Like, I feel like that makes problems worse because now going out and like me talking to you, let's say, yeah. about a family problem yeah. feels like I'm betraying my family, feels like I'm breaking some sort of oath, even though I'm just going out talking to a family member I've known all my life. Yeah, it's hard to talk about, like, family matters, again, with another family member. <laughs> because I just feel like the dynamic is so weird. I agree. 
And I don't like, know why it's set not, up this you're way. You're supposed to be talking about your household problem with like another household. Who am I supposed to talk to then? Strangers can't get therapy because whoa, you can you don't need therapist. You fine. What is therapy, bro? Go drink. <laughs> Go drink, dude. That's how they drown their sorrows. Just drinking. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially like I mean, if anything, COVID made it quite like evident that these things run quite young, right? Like children mm-hmm. were coming to like our clinic, the children's hospital clinic like being depressed and having anxiety because they hadn't interacted in two years with their own peers. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. Like, think about that. That's scary, man. Yeah, because of isolation. Exactly. And Indian families have that built in, bro. They want you to draw a circle around yourself and live your life in that and just the draw. The Lekha, bro. You yeah. shall never step out of that. Draw paintings and put it up on the outside of the circle so people just know what's kind of going on with you and... You like you keep up the reputation, and inside you just uh, roll back and forth in I don't know <laughs> depressive state. But that's scary, man. That's the Indian culture. That's the thing. I mean, not only just Indian culture. I think, like I said, it's very valid for like similar cultures, right? Like, I'm pretty sure like Arabic cultures, Middle Eastern cultures go through the same stuff, from what I've heard. Except that obviously it's a lot more open on a Western side of things. Yeah. Yeah, and simple. I can see that. You know. So if you live with a Karen, you'll know how to talk. <laughs> you'll know helicopter how to... parents. Huh? Helicopter parents. I wonder how in tune. I guess it depends from parent to parent. Helicopter parents. Helicopter parents. Like they <laughs> they watch their kids every move. Oh. But I think that's more for a controlling side, not their well being. Okay, we don't have those kind of parents. Nah, my parents that, are pretty chill. Not at this point. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's been a minute since someone's been a helicopter in my life. <laughs> true oh my but lord as i was learning like mental health and stuff yeah. like i started opening up about it to like my sister not like my mental health just like saying like putting it on the table right opening up opening up the discourse and like sharing stuff with you with my cousins i do as much as i can yeah just to break that and sometimes it feels wrong like dead ass like it will just feel wrong to share something and I'm like why does it feel wrong I'm sharing something with my cousins and I I don't like that I don't like that feel. do you ever get that feeling kind of I mean I feel like the part the fact that I've been I've grown up so like away from everyone to be honest Hmm. like I've just kind of numbed me to that fact that's why I like keep to myself have my own like little world I live in away from my cousins, I guess, and yeah. like, family members, and a lot more into my friends. Having like my friends be the family whenever I've needed them since I've been away from everything else, and like not have like others like reach out to me, anyways. So I don't know. To me, yeah, it feels wrong, but at the same time, also feels right because I've never done it. I see. That's completely different, a uh, completely different experience. And by living away, guys, he means uh, he used to live in Chandigarh while everyone else lived back in Amritsar. And he just, like, you know, grew up with family or friends, I guess. I don't know, man. All my, both my parents lived in different cities. Mom, I lived with my mom. My dad was back in Paint. I think we talked about this, like, early on. Uh-huh. And I used to live, like, my mom hey. would be at night shifts and stuff. So she'll leave me at, like, a daycare, maybe, maybe with one of her friends. So, like, I've been bounced around a lot like while growing up and then we came here and even here like they started went to work and i never quite had anyone here and then i like then i moved back to college and when i moved to college then i again never saw my parents 
I hadn't seen my parents essentially ever mm. since. Yeah, like I had, I hadn't seen my parents as much until COVID made me move back and live with them. Wow. Or anybody else. I have been blind to this. Yeah, if you think about it. Like I, I, I never thought like, of it I've that never way. hung out with you guys. Why do you think? Like, I've never been introduced to you guys that much. Nobody came over either, like, or asked, like, how are you doing? Nobody asked. So that's also why I hate being the only child is because you have no one else other than yourself. And I mean, your parents being apart growing up too, that yeah, exactly. adds like, to They've it. been either at work or just lived apart. That never work, hit me that know. that was... How often was your dad in Chandigarh? Not a lot. Like, really? Like once every few months. Wow. I had no clue you being bounced around like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's been like, you don't see those things until obviously I bring it up and I like, don't like bringing those things up. Of course, because like, like, fuck, like... <laughs> it hurts. Like, it is what it is. Like, that's why I want at least two kids because those bitches yeah. can take care of themselves when I'm not there. You know... So, I don't know. So, a lot of shit like that happens. Then, obviously, that adds to my own mental health. Because I look back, I'm like, fuck. I got to do this shit again myself. Like, fine. Like, I've had enough of this. Like, fuck. We'll keep going. Keep going. We'll keep going. Well, have you actually uh, seeked any help? Have you actually talked to a therapist ever? No. I don't think I've gone to the point where I've, like, needed someone help. Because I've been able to manage myself to the point I'm like, fuck. I can do this. Like, it's fine. I'll be fine. Like, I'll, I got this. <laughs> like, pray to God. Talk to your mom a little bit. Let your anger that out That willpower. That Indian willpower. Like, I, I just grew my willpower so fucking high. I'm just like, I can take anything in this world at this point. So I kind of agree with you there. I feel like I don't need to see a therapist. Like, I'm doing fine. Yeah. But I want to see Like, yeah, obviously, like, I'm not saying I don't need to. Like, obviously, it will probably help. I'm yeah. not going to lie. But, the like, I'm not at a point where, like, oh, damn, I really need someone's help. Yeah, I mean, we're not there, but obviously, I feel like just to learn more, since um my girlfriend also goes through some yeah, of yeah, these yeah. kind of issues, that's why it, it's opened my eyes even more to this world, yeah. and that's why I want to know even more. Yeah. But I'm down, dude. We should we should try a couple of sessions. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, we start crying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where we break down? <laughs> all right, all right. We'll table that. Just kidding. Oh, no, shit. We Talk about mental should. health and staying away from mental health at the same no, time. No, you can't do that. Damn. You need to participate. hypocrites as <laughs> fuck, bro. But there, man. I'll promise you, by the end of this year, I'm going to have at least one therapy session. That's good, man. I'm going to go look into it. Let me know how that goes. What? You're not going to participate? I mean, starting July, basically, like... Yeah, it's school, but it doesn't end your life. I don't know, but I like, hope I, I still like, see you. I mean, I'm going to be living at home. <laughs> That's the hope. But honestly, my family, I think, isn't quite working out with, like, them going in and out and, like, people coming in and out. I don't know. I might actually have to look at, like, distancing myself a little bit more and just staying more Oh, like library. your friends coming over? Yeah, because, like, honestly, like, once I'm in the thick of it, like, it gets rough. Like, you really need to just hunker down and just study for hours, right? Like... That's the reality of med school. It's just not going to get easier, no matter who I've talked to. And obviously, that's the given. You know, when you have someone's life in your hands, like, why would you want to go easy on studying anyways? So I see myself spending more of my time at the library, to be quite honest, just so I can avoid coming home and, like, being in the thick of it. I get that, but you're isolating yourself. I mean, you'll have friends there, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm isolating, but I mean, like, I really need, like, a peace and quiet. I get it. All right, well, you, know? you better come visit, ho. Well, no shit, I live here, bro. <laughs> but yeah. you say you might not. No, like, I like I will come back at night. 
Probably, oh, oh, so I was, okay, I scream from the window. Oh, I scream from the window. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's that's kind of all I had to for now to talk about mental health. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, you can always keep talking on this topic or any topic at a given point. You know. <laughs> yes. Like really, like there's so much I mean, to this. We just like, scratched the surface. And, like we're by no means no experts, so please do your own research as well. Please. 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 <laughs> like with an asterisk, my lawyer says, like, this is not our responsibility at the end of the day. Please do not sue us. I know. I have no We're lawyer, just... by the way, just so you know. Don't worry, I'll be lawyer. I am his lawyer. Beepoo, you cannot say these <laughs> things. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, we just scratched the surface and uh, this is just our thoughts as two Indian boys, men, boys? two Indian men boys from India. Oh, yeah, man. I mean... Mental health is a beast of its own, and like living through today's world is just like shit crazy itself. You know, especially like in this country, the type of laws that are been coming up that will definitely put you oh, like, depressed no. to your face. Ooh, I talked to my mom about about abortion. Oh, me too. My mom was pretty no. open about it to me. Really? Yeah, yeah. My mom was like, we talk. Me, my parents, we talk about like political things at table. They know my opinions. I know their opinions and stuff. And, like, we get into it with each other. It just feels funny. Yo, why don't we, for the next episode, just think of, like, different political views and oh opinions. Lord. And then we'll talk about how our parents responded, how we responded. Oh, but it triggers about so that. many people on this. Dude, that's fine. <laughs> we can, I mean, if you want to. That'd Y'all be thought I was PC, huh? Oh, nah, shit. nah. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm not that bad. Yeah, you're fine. You voted for Trump, right? Yeah, of course. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no in hell, I would vote for that blasphemy. Oh my oh god, my those dude, those years were interesting. Those years were these years something are still interesting, bro. Well, yeah. Well, let's talk about that political environment in the next episode. So. Oh yeah, why not? I'm down. That yeah. sounds interesting. I mean, politics in general is a big Indian thing. Yeah. Cause come on. Yeah, it's built in. Badal, that was the only thing I heard for the long. Badal, Sarkar. I don't know. That's it. It was trash. That's all I know. They're all trash. I know. Left or right. They're all trash. Every time. Every time, Every time there's something bad. They should appoint me as the president, obviously. Yes, and then you'll attack Russia. Yes. And obviously, then, guys. No come one. on. <laughs> this is all the episode has been about me attacking Russia as your president and a person ending all wars. Like, starting a war to end yeah. all wars. Oh, you thought mental health? No, it was about the questions I asked in the first five seconds. So, thank you for joining, guys. We'll ask another question next time and uh, answer that. Mother Russia. We love Mother it. Russia. No, Bye, guys. All right, yeah. So, see you guys at the next episode and talk about some politics. Peace. Peace.